Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Why we don't have hovercars is because we get so many silly scientific studies that tell us of things that are either obvious or things that we don't really know and don't really want to know and take us nowhere as a race of people in Rochester, New York. First impressions are important, especially when it comes to dating. You all want to be seen by the in the best light by a potential new romantic flame. But at what point does embellishment turn into an outright lie? Well, you know, a study's been done. <laughs> And it's found the exact thing that what you thought it might find uh, when the possibility of a romantic or sexual encounter reveals itself. The study finds people are very likely to present themselves in a deceptive manner in order to appear as attractive as possible to their potential new mate. According to scientists who've obviously spent all their time in the lab and never been out, both of both the University of Rochester and the Interdisciplinary Centre in Israel, as our sexual systems are activated in the presence of an attractive stranger, it is common for people to embellish, conform, change their attitudes re- regarding certain topics and outright lie, all to make a good first impression. To be clear, what the research team have dubbed the activation of the sexual system doesn't actually entail physical... You know, arousal. Instead, it refers to when our brains first become aware that we're attracted to some, or attracted to someone, and begins to formulate thoughts and inclinations. I don't know what those thoughts might be. Uh, they did a couple of experiments. The first one asked pairings of men and women to debate a fictitious situation face to face, with each participant being assigned a specific stance to take. The results revealed that students who were exposed to the uh, sexual stimuli beforehand were much more likely to openly express agreement with the member of the opposite sex they were supposed to be debating with, compared to the control group that did not view any stimuli before interacting. The second experiment set out to determine if participants would flat out contradict a stance or opinion they had literally written out to to appease a sexually attractive individual's ideals. (laughs) It's basically saying, uh, you meet a nice girl and and, you're quite attracted to her and then all of a sudden she comes out and says she's a manly supporter. And you say, oh yeah, I love manly. (laughs) When clearly that's not the case. First, each student was asked to fill out a questionnaire regarding some of their dating preferences. For example, to what extent does it bother you to date someone who is messy? Then they were exposed to the subliminal sexual picture or neutral image. Next, each participant was told they would be engaging in an online chat with an attractive individual and were given a profile of their chat partner uh, that included some of their supposed opinions and preferences. Sure enough, participants who had been exposed to a momentary image Uh, of a sexual nature, were much more likely to conform their tastes to that of the individual they were about to chat with. And in many scenarios, those tastes directly contradicted what they had originally recorded in the questionnaire. I mean, did we need a study for that? Of course you're going to do that. That's that's the age-old thing, isn't it? Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth's own 1287 2TM. Uh, While we don't have hovercar studies, one of the studies says that uh, people lose fun. The least fun age is 45. So thank God we're all past that, eh? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, people just forget how to have fun. That's what they're saying. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, people don't know how to have fun. Uh, I don't know why that is. You just find fun, find fun in everything. <laughs> I don't know why.
But the trick is, don't take anything seriously. Commissioned, commissioned by a UK theatre chain, the survey of 2,000 Brits, so they're POMs anyway, so they've got a you know high propensity to whinge. <laughs> anyway. You know, when the plane load of POMs has touched down there, they turn the engine off and the whining doesn't stop. Uh, a survey of 2,000 Brits finds that more than half of adults agree that the older you get, the more difficult it becomes to find amusement in everyday life. Sadly, just four in ten respondents said they actively seek out enjoyable experiences in their day-to-day life. The same number even agree that the concept of fun ended when they entered adulthood. Are you kidding? Well, there was plenty of people out at the Melbourne Cup. That's fun. Even worse, a depressing 10% of respondents say they don't partake in any fun during a typical week. They mustn't be listening to this show. Ah, oh, uh, give yourself a rap there, Pedro. Why not? As for reasons why, they don't have the money, they don't have the energy, or somehow they just don't know to how, how to have fun. As adults, we find it easy to get bogged down in the mundane parts of life and forget to set aside time to have fun. From the research, we can see that a lot of Brits simply don't know where to start when it comes to having fun, but it could be as simple as spending more time with our loved ones. With psychological benefits including reduced stress and increased happiness, spending time together as a family is a great way to inject that sense of childish fun back into our lives. Play a game. Play mousetrap. You know, don't play Monopoly because that always ends in a punch-up. Well, it does at our place anyway. A whopping 83% of participants said they have, they have more fun with kids than they do with adults. There you go. Of course you do, because kids like to have fun. It's because they're often more heightened sense of imagination and ability to act without a worry of what people think. Children are free to embrace the fun side of life. Well, so are you. Among activities that could help an older soul rediscover their youth, researchers say, is that watching children's movies, talking in silly voices... <laughs> Dancing to music like no one's watching were found to be three of the best ways to help bring back that younger feeling. The survey was conducted by one poll. I have to dispute spending more time with the family may not be be a great way to do that. Maybe spending less time with the family as well could just have the same effect. Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM.